Hey, real quick, before we start today's episode, I wanted to mention the Blueprint of Wealth is officially available on Amazon. So if you want to support this podcast or are interested in becoming more financially successful, go check it out. Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today we are talking about light and hydration. Kind of two things that we kind of just take for granted or kind of just ignore but are very important for health. So first, let's start off with why you need to stay hydrated. Well, first off, if you don't stay hydrated enough, you die in within three days. So there's kind of the whole death aspect, but your skin's healthier, your energy levels are higher, you're more productive, you're able to focus better. Um, When you're able to pee regularly and sweat out, uh, and sweat, you get rid of toxins. Um, it helps keep your joints healthy, boosts your brain. For overweight people, it drastically helps with uh, weight loss because, uh, fun fact, your brain cannot actually tell the difference between hunger and thirst. It's all just a, hey, we're empty, we need stuff in there. So it helps with that. Um, and you feel less tired. So quite a few reasons to stay hydrated. But hydration is not just drinking water. And that's kind of the um, myth that people think. um, The electrolytes in your body is actually what hydrates you. The water goes into your system. The electrolytes, think of them kind of like sponges, just as an analogy term. Grab the water, hold on to it, and hydrate you that way. And that's how you stay hydrated. Now, when I'm taking... Talking about electrolytes, I know that 99% of you instantly went to thinking about Gatorade. I am not promoting Gatorade. In fact, I don't think you should be drinking Gatorade for the vast majority of circumstances. However, I will admit I have a cup of Gatorade on my desk right now that I'm drinking. But Gatorade, for the most part, is just glorified pop with some salt added to it. That's all Gatorade is. It's tasty, so if you want something tasty, go ahead. Uh, But Gatorade is not the source of electrolytes. Where you're supposed to get your electrolytes is predominantly vegetables and fruits. And then also fun fact, just drinking water is actually not how most people have stayed hydrated throughout most of history. Um, A lot of, this is where fruit really shines, a lot of fruit is very hydrating. And you can be hydrated much more effectively by eating fruit than you can in most circumstances by just drinking straight water especially our over purified water um there was i don't i'm spacing on who it was but this one doctor was talking about how america has the cleanest water ever to be seen on the earth and none of it is fit to drink because there's just not anything in it um We don't have any of the minerals that are supposed to be in our waters. We have a bunch of chemicals added to our waters. And because of that, we don't have a lot of the bacteria that are good for us, which we talked about or talk about. I'm not entirely sure where. So I'm recording this episode, and I'm not sure if I'm putting it at the end or at the beginning. But one of the episodes this year, we're talking about the microbiome. So bacteria, there's good bacteria, and uh, those bacteria are useful and when we over purify our water there's no good bacteria to be useful that we get from our water now i'm not saying don't drink water drink plenty of water just um drink when you're thirsty that's the 
typical best way of staying hydrated. The eight glasses a day thing has been proven to be um, not very scientific. So just drink when you're thirsty. If your urine's um, a different, if your urine's not, if your urine is dark, then you need to drink more water. On the flip side, some scientists uh, kind of play the devil's advocate and say that if your water is perfectly clear, that means that you're flus flushing too much liquid through your body and you're actually stripping your body of electrolytes. The science on that part is still out. The science on you're dehydrated if your urine is dark is very established. So take that second part with a little bit of grain of salt. Anyway, let's talk about some fruits and some veggies that are very good for hydration partly due to their water content and partly due to their electrolyte content. So the most famous hydrating fruit is coconuts. Their effects are a little bit overblown. They are the most hydrating fruit out there, but it's like marginally higher. So coconuts, really good for hydrating, really good full of electrolytes and very, both of which, which we talked about, electrolytes are important, water's content is important. Next up, watermelon. Watermelon is like 90% water and is packed full of electrolytes, especially if you eat the seeds. I know here in America, at least, we don't typically eat the seeds, but other places do eat the seeds. And pretty much almost all of your fruit has a high, a decently high water content to them. That's why they're juicy. So any juicy fruits, except for juicy fruit, any juicy fruits typically will be high in water. And then a lot of just almost any fruit and vegetable have a lot of minerals and nutrients in them that make you stay hydrated. But the next main one is citrus. Um, not orange juice, citrus fruits. So oranges, grapefruits, limes, lemons, those are all citruses. And I talked about it in last season, so I'm going to go off on a tangent and we'll get back to the veggies side. But I talked about it last season where juices are also pretty much glorified pops. Most of the juice that you buy in the store um, is packed full of sugar, and fruit has high concentrations of sugar, called fructose, but the reason why it's not bad for you is because of all the fiber in the fruit slows down the digestion of the sugars, which makes it so it's more stable. Whereas when you're just doing the juice, it still spikes your blood sugar levels and passes through your body real quick and does a bunch of damage. So apple juice, orange juice, all those other juices out there, they're for the most part glorified pop as well. In fact, um, several juices have much, much higher levels of sugar content added to them than pop does because they're kind of a bitter fruit, so we put a bunch of sugar in them to make them taste good. Cranberry is the most infamous of this. Anyway, next up, let's talk about vegetables that hydrate you. Number one on this list is broccoli. Fun fact, broccoli is also mostly made of water. I don't know how, but I, I want to say they, um, broccoli is like 80% made of water. And it's also one of the most um, nutritionally packed uh, of electrolytes that you can get. So broccoli, super hydrating food. Next up, celery. Celery also has a decently high water content, but the main purpose of celery as a hydrating food is that it's packed full of minerals and electrolytes, so it's very good for that aspect of hydrating, which you need. So, eat celery. And one doctor actually talked about how celery juice is actually pretty useful, 
So if you want to do celery juice, go ahead and do celery juice. And then I'm just going to run through the next three real quick because they're all kind of the same. They all have decent water content and very high in nutrients and electrolytes. And that is tomatoes, bell peppers, and cucumbers. Decent water content in all of them, so eating them hydrates you and a lot of electrolytes so that hydration actually stays in your body and doesn't automatically get flushed out. And since we're on the topic of hydration, we might as well talk about drinks real quick. Um, poisonous drinks. I'm pretty sure I talked about it in a previous episode, but anything with caffeine in it is very bad. So your coffee and your tea, not good. Alcohol is very dehydrating. And so just from a hydration standpoint, you should avoid those three things, along with energy drinks and plethora of other very dehydrating drinks. Truthfully, the only drink that you should drink is water and maybe milk. There's a lot of heated debate on milk right now, so I kind of just have avoided the su subject. Um, if you're trying to gain weight, like gain muscle, milk is a good option. But its overall health effects are debated right now. Personally, I think milk is very good and very nutritious, but not the milk you buy in the grocery store. And I'll just leave it at that, because that's just opinion stuff, because none of it's very... It's a, it's a mess right now. Next, let's talk about the sun. So, sunlight is very important. Light is very affecting on our health. And what I thought would be the best way of describing the importance of sunlight is pretty much all matter that we have is made from captured sunbeams through photosynthesis. Plants take the sunbeam rays and turn it into matter. Human beings don't have the same sort of photosynthesis capabilities that plants do, but we still require sunlight for health. And we synthesize certain materials and get benefits from sunlight that we can't replicate. Number one benefit that everybody can think of of sunlight is vitamin D. Vitamin D is very important to your health, but since everybody already knows that vitamin D is important, I'm going to talk about the other health benefits. It helps with sleep. It helps regulate your circadian rhythm. So when, and we'll talk, and we talk more about sleep in a different episode, so I'll just kind of leave it at that. But when you get more sunlight, you sleep better. Improves your energy. That's partly a byproduct of sleeping better, but it also, you get energy from the sun. Um, and it's not just from like looking outside that you get it. Your skin absorbs sunbeams and photosynthesizes them to just use a word that people are familiar with to get you energy your skin is a giant organ it's the biggest organ in your body and it is very receptive to sunlight it improves your mental speed but and that's partly because of um the other two reasons but you get a jump start to your brain which is very useful for success and back to the skin it clears pores part part of that is due to the sweating but the UV rays that are penetrating your skin um, helps move the molecules and they push out the clogged pores a little bit more effectively. At least that's my understanding of it. And then again, sweating gets rid of toxins. So there's that benefit as well. So, sun, getting sun directly applied to you makes you sweat more. And then let's talk about cancer because that's one of the reasons why people slather up a bunch of stuff all over their body to try and prevent cancer. First off, there's a lot of cancers that sunlight has been shown to help with. I don't remember all of them off of the top of my head, but I know colon cancer is one of them. 
Now let's talk about skin cancer, which is the infamous one. Sunlight, getting sunlight uh, does not cause skin cancer. Consistent overexposure of UV radiation creates skin cancer. But you know what else creates skin cancer? A lot of the sunscreen products that we use to try and prevent skin cancer. And what overexposure of consistent overexposure of UV radiation means in layman terms is if you're constantly getting sunburned. And I mean on a consistent, regular basis. So if you're outside regularly, your body slowly builds up melatonin, not melatonin, starts with an M. It's a chemical that um, creates the pigments in your skin. That's what I'm trying to remember. Anyway, your body, you build a tan, which makes you burn less. The exception to this really is my lovely Celtic folk. We're just screwed. I'm in that group too. But you can still get plenty of sunlight. Just know how long you can stay out before you start getting burned. And then go inside. Or cover up with actual covering. Don't put sunscreen on. Put some uh, clothes to, or hats to cover you up. If they're breathable, it's actually pretty cool. So this was going to be the second to last episode, but... Most likely, I'm going to move it further up in the season just for placement purposes. So, I'm going to leave that there. I don't know what's happening next week. And I will see you all next week. Oh, and one more thing that I almost forgot. I wanted to talk about uh, artificial lights real quick. A lot of you have heard about blue lights. I'll talk about more about that when we talk about sleep. But um, artificial lights have been shown to exasperate, worsen, a lot of mental problems. So like, and I'm talking about like fluorescent lights, there's not enough um, information on LEDs yet to know if it's the same, but fluorescent lights, they worsen ADD, they worsen autism, and so if you have issues with that, that's just something to be aware of, and I thought I'd point it out while we were on the subject of light. There's a lot of good information out there, I'm not going to go in depth on it on this episode, and with that, I will see you next week. Hey, real quick, before we go, I know I've already mentioned it, but if you're interested in checking out The Blueprint of Wealth, my new book, then you should go and click the link below.